welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 227 for the week of October 8, 2012. Welcome, everybody. It's been a while, and it's been a while with Roy, and Roy's joining us on Skype, and here, hey. as you can tell, I'm on Skype. Hey. Wow. And here's in the studio, what we're doing. All right. And we are doing, uh, uh, oh, that's right. We're doing actually, a, a, I think, I guess what you could call kind of a intriguing show. Uh, if you haven't been there in two, five, or ten years, uh, we're going to kind of, uh, and let's say you're thinking about making a trip now, we're going to fill you in on some of the things that you're not going to see uh, now that you would have seen then, and some things that you will see now that you would have seen then. I guess that means the same thing either way, so. Uh, that is what we'll be talking about this week, and I got a little Halloween story that attaches to the Haunted Mansion that I'm going to throw in there first, and then we'll move on with the feature. So uh, let's go get them. We went dancing. Uh, so one quick thing before Doug tells us the Halloween story. I just wanted to make it clear at the beginning of the show, uh, just in case you guys weren't listening. Uh, so some of our old other shows, we've gotten a little busy. Uh, we've got a lot more things going on in our families, and it's a lot harder to do more shows. We talked about cutting the show out altogether, but in general, we just decided, you know what? We're just going to release shows as we have time. So if you are an avid listener and you look forward to our shows once a week, sorry, it's they're not happening once a week unless we can get to them. So uh, just I'm just throwing that out there because that doesn't necessarily mean we're going to skip next week. But um, what we skipped? What did we skip the last two weeks or so? Or yeah, weeks or so? actually, I yeah, and I've had a show setting that I've been trying to get to, but um, yeah, it's still sitting. Okay, but as soon as you get that done, we could do two in a row right away. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I wanted to let everybody know that because, uh, yeah, we're busy, and that's the reasons why. So uh, we still look forward to all the comments and everything you guys are looking forward to, and it will help you catch up on some older shows because I know we got tons out there. So with that said, happy Halloween. So here we go. that I wanted to relate is about a lady she was from uh, South Carolina uh, I think 18 I think 1837 something like that when she um, actually let me look this up I actually brought it up okay I'm sorry she was actually she died or was executed or killed in uh, 1820 her name is Lavinia L-A-V-I-N-A-A Fisher she actually is from uh, North Carolina South Carolina sorry um, she was called America's first serial killer, and if you wonder what the heck does this have to do with the Haunted Mansion, the story is that her and her husband, they ran a, like a motel that was called the Wayfair, Six Mile Wayfair Hotel or something like that. It was six miles out of town. People would come there, they would um, uh, want obviously to spend the night. They would give them some tea, they would drug them. And then they would—they had a booby trap in their bed. Their bed would uh, uh, fall, basically, would release, and they would fall through the floor. And Lavinia had an axe waiting on them to. Okay. Anyway. Um. So. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Um. Uh. So. Technically, what happened is they were finally caught for what they were doing. Uh. When the authorities came in and did catch them, and it was actually because a guy did escape from. What, what they were trying to do. Um, they, the authorities went in and found a bunch of stuff that they had been keeping from the people that they had killed up in their attic. Uh, but the main thing was what Lavinia figured out along the way is she could not be executed if she was married. And so what the authorities figured out as the way to get around this was to execute her husband first. And then that made her a widow, which means she wasn't married. 
So what she did was, when it came time to be hung in the gallows, she wore her wedding dress. And so it kind of reminded me, as I heard about that, I thought, okay, the attic, and I know in the Haunted Mansion, you leave out of the attic scene, that's basically where you're dead at that point. Um, if you look at the bride at the end, she, well, all the, in all the pictures, you see her husband or whoever there beside her, and then their head's missing, and you see her with the shiny axe. You also see her in her wedding dress at the end with the shiny axe. And I thought, did they, did they take the storyline for this mansion, maybe, from that, in pieces? So it just occurred to me. I thought it was an interesting, uh, interesting observation. Somebody actually went to the area in South Carolina that uh, all this had happened in and came back and told me the story. So I thought, hey, I'll share it. Um, so that's it. Could yeah. be. Could be. <laughs> kind of interesting, and you got it. I I should have looked up more. I didn't know you were going to talk about it on this show, but I know you sent me that email a while back. I was thinking, wow, I bet the Imagineers probably did a lot of research because that's what Disney does when they put together stuff like that. So. Well, you know, I, I've never heard anybody uh, link link that. Talk about it. Yeah, never link that story to yeah. the Haunted Mansion. But I just thought, wow, there were just too many uh, kind of uh, uncanny things that that just seem to match up between the you know what you see in the Haunted Mansion and that weird bride that I could never kind of kind of figure out what is the deal with the weird bride, why the wedding dress and all that. As soon as I heard this story, I was like, wow, that's kind of that's close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's my Halloween story. So, all right. <laughs> you were scared. Roy is, Roy is quivering over there. He's yeah. Quivering. You, Roy, but he was doing that before I even started recording. So. <laughs> he's, he's, he's cold. That's what it is. So. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, all right. That's the end of that segment. Let's just move on. All right, we'll be back. Okay, we're back. Uh, all right, so let's just kick this thing off, guys. Um, so we're going to start at the, um, uh, basically start at the, if you haven't been in there for 10 years and work our way back, what direction you want to go here? Yeah, I wanted to say just for, real quick, I didn't want to in, interrupt the introduction, but I kind of threw, a lot of these notes were going off of, I, I grabbed from a website that went through chronological order of stuff and I cut out some things, but, and some of it's a little out of order, but it, the whole point of, I think, for me, when we put this show together and what I wanted to talk about was the fact that there's a lot of families out there that may have not been there in like five years, you know, and some, you know, even 10 years, some maybe, you know, could be 25 years, you know, we could go a long way. But I just thought, you know, the whole reason that Disney does what they do is that they try to get new, fresh things happening to get you to come back. And... I think as we go through this, we'll find a pattern here of stuff like that. And Roy can definitely talk about it because, what you well, you're a DVC, so you, you go a lot more and you've gone a lot. What, since 2001, you've gone a bunch of times in a row, right? Well, we, we were pretty regular from about 90, 93, 94 on. Oh, okay. So we bought DVC in 2001. And I'm looking here in you know, 2002. A lot of things were added, you know. You know, a lot of things were happening. And you're right. There are a lot of folks that haven't been down there in a long time. And for those of us who like to frequent, you know, the parks, kind of hard to get our arms around that sometimes. But there are, in fact, a lot of people that haven't been there in 10 years, 15 years. And uh, it's it'll be hopefully if if they listen to the show, they'll they'll hear some things and, and know know what's what's changed because that, that's one thing that people fail to realize is that this place is always changing even if it's been just a few years since you've been there it may not be a bunch of new attractions 
but they've refurbed things, buildings, restaurants, you know, menu items, firework shows, castle shows, you know, stuff is always being added and tweaked. And plus. Yeah. Yeah, and my list that I have here is not anything toward any of the nitpicky things. It's big right. stuff. Well, mostly right. big stuff. So. Right. Yeah, and yeah, you know, it never, I, I guess I hadn't really thought about it. You know, you always hear people say, wow, they're not doing that much to kind of refurb. But as we compiled this list, I thought, wow, this is, uh, that's not the truth. They're always, they're always doing a lot of things. So it's not, of course, you know, building a, like Fantasyland, the new major area there, but it's still a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you just kind of picture yourself in World Showcase and, and, and Future World and go country by country, attraction by attraction, and think through, okay, what's changed here in the last few years? You could come up with a pretty good list for each each pavilion, probably even each, each attraction in Future World that's not on this list here. Yep. All right. All so. Right. Well, you just want to go through it, and we'll comment along. I think, I mean, there's not a huge list, but I think there's enough stuff we could comment about almost each individual thing, and especially, Roy, if you remember some things back on the 2002 stuff or anything that you want to pipe in or uh, or however we do it. So I'm just I'm just glad I remember some of this stuff, you know, coming on board. It's nice to have that memory. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so old that I've forgotten it. That's great. It's <laughs> yeah. a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. All right, so there's all there's all kinds of thoughts in my head here, but I'm just leaving those things alone. So yeah, yeah. Brian and I are the same age, so I have to be careful what I say. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I wish I did, but I can't remember what you said five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, do you want to lead it off, Doug, or you want me to go through it? You guys just comment? Yeah, let's just, you go ahead and yeah, run through it, and we'll just go from okay. there. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we're starting in 2002, and this is, of course, not everything, and, and we're just going to go with what numbers I've got. Some of them are, some of them are with numbers, others aren't, so right around that time. And the first one on the list I have is that the Beach Club added villas to... The DVC in 2002, which was one of the most awesome experiences I have ever had at staying in a Disney World hotel there, you know. So I'm sure that was a great thing. And I, if I remember, I listened to some older stuff, and uh, Eisner was really big on up in the Epcot stuff there. So yeah. I'm sure he was big into get DVC there. Yeah, I think he needed something, too, to fall between um, Hollywood Studios that he knew was coming and and Epcot, the backside of Epcot, so Yep. Alright. Okay. Also, speaking of Hollywood Studios, Tower of Terror added, which was now it was MGM Studios back then, but Tower of Terror adds some new drop sequences in two thousand two. Now that is uh even more so they've added they have added all different kinds of drop sequences that I didn't add into these notes. They're constantly changing those now. They have it computer-operated. That is just very easy to change and do. Um, but in 2002, that was one of the things that was kind of a major thing. Um, actually, not too long ago, they redid it again and did some grand stuff. Over, uh, I think it was around Halloween. I think they made it more random, didn't they? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. So... That's with Tower of Terror. Then uh, back over to Epcot, Journey with Figment. And Figment went through several. It was Journey through Imagination. It didn't necessarily have Figment. Well, Figment actually comes back in in 2002. Um, and that ride had gone through many revisions. But the, revi the revised version we hear today is the one that came open in 2002. So it's with the purple dinosaur. And uh, uh, that I found out was because of merchandise that he's still around today. So it's an interesting thing, and you, Connor, loves that. Loved that when he was a kid. Yeah, we actually have Figment um, here. He he wanted the plush. I believe that was in '98 when we bought that. Okay. It could have been '98, could have been 2002. I, yeah, I can't remember at this point which trip that would have been. Um, but you can't remember, can you? Exactly, exactly. I knew you were gonna pipe in, old man. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I I knew as soon as I said that, I thought, oh, what have I invited? Um. Anyway, just get back on over on your couch and shiver, okay? Just go ahead. 
Anyway, um, why am I shivering? I because you're frightened still from my scary story that I told oh, you. Yeah. Oh, well, that too. So I can't remember. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> what is it they call? Pull your shawl up over you. <laughs> my snuggle. My snuggle. Snuggle. Yeah. <laughs> snuggle. That's what it is. All right. I bet you have one around there, don't you? <laughs> I, wait. Okay. Adam's gonna get mad at us because we're getting way off the topic here. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, um, all right. So, uh, what are we looking at here next? Stop. Mission Space. Now we're jumping to 2003. Oh, so yeah. 2003. Mission Mission Space. Uh, a pretty pretty large expansion there. They leveled an entire attraction and redid it. And what was that attraction, Roy? Horizon. There you go. That's a painful one for Mission Space to level Horizons. I wish they would have just updated Horizons. But I know. Well, what? But I think there were some structural issues, weren't yeah. there? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. And that was yeah. a huge building, so you couldn't just yeah, you couldn't just fix it kinda like the Yeti. And, well, I don't know uh, how exactly. long how long it took before Mission Space had had one side, you know, had the orange and green. Because when I first opened it was all orange. Huh. Um then people were puking and dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate to hate to say that, but Yeah happen um, it wasn't that bad like i mean i mean yeah people were getting sick and complained but i think, I think only there was a woman that died right and and that you know what that, and that's been that whenever you hear i think somebody died on um dinosaur it's health issues and i mean yeah exactly or they may not have known they didn't know about the condition yeah which is sad yeah anyway well, yeah, and if you think about it, I mean, like, 10 million people ride this thing, like, a year, and so it's like, it, out of 10 million, what are the odds? Exactly. Like one dies, I mean, that's actually pretty good odds, Yeah. But it's, unfortunately, the responsibility is of people is not quite, you know, and some, again, some don't know, so yeah. Right. But okay. anyway, yeah, you're right, Roy, because they changed it, um, I don't know when they changed it, but it was... It was, this was the original opening, so yes, this was when it was only the option that was that is not what it is today, and uh, I think that it's good that they have it the way they do today, and they kept it, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, I think it works pretty well. Yeah, I I actually like the the uh, green side, I whatever it was fine with me. I don't really need to be whipped around like I'm being thrown off the end of a rubber band. So, to each his own. I really enjoy that feeling, Doug. Do you? Yeah. Got to have some something to bring oh, you yeah. to life. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, for some of us, it's as simple as coffee. For others, yeah, you need a little. <laughs> I think that I nicknamed it or I gave it the name "Splat Me Against the Wall" attraction. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, okay, so All we're right. <laughs> sticking with 2003. Wishes Fireworks begins in the Magic Kingdom, and that is the same Wishes Fireworks that we see today in the Magic Kingdom. So, it might be time for some new stuff to come along, but I don't know. It's not a bad not a bad show. A lot of people enjoy it. And as Doug quickly found out in when he was there not too long ago, it's pretty crowded. Man alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it's kind of like Illuminations. I mean, do you fix what's not broken? I mean, do you put something else in there? I've heard talk that they're starting to look at like a, a Wonders of Life type thing for Illuminations. And I'm just thinking, do you really spend all that money on something that people love and take the chance of maybe messing that up? Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Okay, Pop Century, the uh, great resort, the value resort that Doug just stayed in. Yeah. About a month, a month ago. It, it opened in 2003, so there you go. Um, one of the... It was the newest pop century, the new newest value resort, but now we have some newer ones that we'll get to here. I have to say though, I mean, Pop Century is really nice. Um, the place looks brand new to me, and I know it's a Disney place, and they're always well taken care of. But um, it looks well maintained. I, I still like, I like the theming of it. It, I was very inviting. For value, sure. it was great. Oh. I don't know when they started building that. I mean, remember it, it sat empty for started building at what maybe '99 or 2000. Then we had 2001, and uh, they like put it on hold. Yeah, I think that 
than that the resort. Yeah, so it, it's yep. that empty. Well, I don't know. I was I didn't pay attention that much back then, but I know that after Pop Century was built across the pond where animation is now, they have three. They had three buildings and a and the whole um, the build the structure of the lobby area and all that that sat vacant for a long time. That may have been yeah. That may have been like phase two that they yeah. were gonna do and, and put that on hold until Art of Animation that on the table. That's exactly yeah. right. Yep. You, I don't know if you can find any now since we're updated, but there were some Google Maps out there that would show that you could look and see clear as day that those buildings were sitting there, and there was like three. Yeah, of them, yeah, so. yeah. I've seen those. Yeah, interesting. All right. Okay. 2004. We're we're moving along. Wonders of Life becomes a seasonal attraction, uh, actually seasonal pavilion. Excuse me. Can you believe so. that? <laughs> and. <laughs> in all the times that I went to that park before 2004, I never made it to that pavilion. Huh. And then when it becomes uh, seasonal, you get stuck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it still amazes me when I think. Because I was there four times, I think. Three or four times around that, that time. From 98 to 2004. And I never made it even into that pavilion. Yeah. We always went. I... We really enjoyed it. Yeah, I would. At that point in time, our kids were a little younger, and you know they enjoyed all the little experiment things, yeah. the bicycles, and the the sensory things they had, and of course, Body Wars, and you know, some of the shows they had in there. We really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's one of those things that I, that is gone now that I'm actually I actually experienced, and I do remember Body Wars, and I remember it being fun and. You know, a lot. It was a big comparison to Star Tours and all that, but I thought it had a different feel to it. And oh, it I did. There was a, uh, there was. A, I remember it clear, clear as day. There was a, a hot pipe and a cold pipe, and you were supposed to yeah. put your hands on it, and it made it made your senses weird. And I just remember yeah. a very interactive science type stuff. So exactly. Yeah, cool pavilion, but. I think the only time what the only time it's open now and it's not even operational for those things is uh, what Flower and Garden. Yeah, and I think they use it for food and wine. Food and wine. Okay. Yeah, and then they use it for some conference things like a, a convention type thing when people large groups of people come in. Okay. All right, 2004 again. DVC opens another one. Uh, Saratoga Springs opens in 2004. And correct me if I'm wrong, Roy. Is that was? I know they had Old Key West before this, but was Saratoga is was strictly only a DVC, right? When they opened it. Correct. Okay. Correct. Correct. Yeah, Old Key West was the original DVC. The and first. then, well, as opposed to like Beach Club, which there was a Beach Club before the Villas. Right. And yeah, there, there, there was no resort where uh, where Saratoga is Just, now. Brand new. And you had you had Disney Institute there, and they kind of, and of course you had the tree houses there too. But of course they tore those down and and redid them. Redid them. Interesting. Yeah. See. Cool. And yeah, it's some history as you think about some of the new stuff that new, relatively new, but interesting. Okay. Uh, Stitch opens in 2004 at the Magic Kingdom. This is Stitch's Great Escape, and it is I wrote the. Yeah. <laughs> we say boo. We say boo. Yeah. Uh, Doug actually changed his mind a little bit this past trip. I actually went in, and you know, I went in through new eyes. Somebody who had never been to Disney ever before, and as I walked into Stitch with him, the first thing he said is the. Um, architecture of this building is amazing and so then we sat right down at the very bottom of the whatever in the arena right by that cylinder and that was pretty fun um i did think as i sat clear down there if i would have had you know if i would have had roni in there and it was alien encounter at the time that would have freaked her out <laughs> oh, yeah. so so as much as i liked it as an adult i i do have to remember you know what you try to make it listen i this is my problem with Mission Space and Tower of Terror and a lot of the absolute thrill rides, that it's kind of uh, leaving the young kids out. And so, hence, hence why it's a good you know, reason to expand Fantasyland. But uh, 
Yeah, I just don't want to forget the little kids. And Walt would Walt would be bothered by that, I think. Uh, of oh, the... they got all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yep, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. all about the little kids. No, I know. I know you old fuddy. Anyway. <laughs> it's, I, I think it's great because... I, okay, it's not great they took it away, but... Alien, whatever it was called, Alien Encounter, is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah, Alien Encounter. I, I, I went to that as a teenager, so of course I loved it as a teenager. It was awesome, yeah. But now I kind of wish it was back just for the sake that, you know, I could take my wife to it or something, and she probably wouldn't like it as much, but but I'm okay. Like you say, the the style of everything that's in it, it's it still has elements of the old attraction in it you know this you know the room's the same they got the transporter thing you know oh yeah it's the same attraction you know, same attraction pretty much but different storyline and of course stitch is a cartoon character right okay right. all right uh, let's okay. so we're on the turtle talk with crush yep and uh, this is Epcot, and Epcot adds that in 2004. Uh, Turtle Talk is another one of those Pixar things. So as, I don't know if you, anybody knows the history of Pixar and Disney, but in 95 when Toy Story first came out, it, it was not a Disney-owned thing. It was Pixar. Pixar was their own thing, and Disney kind of did, did a deal with them. Well, as that kind of solidified and their relationship became better, they start adding more attractions. Of course, in 98 was when Animal Kingdom opened, and that's when Bugs Life was introduced into the parks. And uh, anyway, Turtle Talk is just another one of those additions from Finding Nemo that starts to creep into the parks, and we'll, as we go down the list, you'll start to see right away Pixar starts to get crazy. And this, is, uh, this is also due to the fact that Eisner was gone. And that oh. uh, they didn't... Yeah, um, uh, well, I guess it would be Jobs and uh, Lasseter. Did, uh -huh. did not care for Eisner. So yeah. I think they were kind of the same personalities. Very kind of forceful to sell and to get what they wanted out of their product. So yeah. anyway. Um, I, I believe, although I don't think Eisner left till 2006 because right. his, his claim for fame is Expedition Everest. Right. And uh, that's kind of his last hurrah before he was out the door. So I don't know. Well, you think that, I mean, because they knew, because he was kind of pushed out. By Roy Disney and the rest of them. So, yeah. Anyway, so we're getting into some other history here, but. Yep. All right, 2005. This is an awesome year. It's the year I was married, but also it's the year that Soren opens. Great attraction. Awesome attraction. Yeah. Love it. I think one of the best attractions in, in Disney. What do you think, yep. Roy? No doubt. No doubt. Because it, it again, it, it, I do like things that are just for the big kids. Yeah. But this is an attraction that most anyone can ride and really enjoy. Yep. I love over it too because over and over and over. Yes, that's what. I and, I, and I love it because it's all a you know, a teenager is usually all about the roller coaster. Most teenagers, they're like you know, roller coasters, crazy stuff. But this is one of those rides that it's not crazy, but I think a teenager's still gonna love it. Oh yeah, I just can't imagine. I don't. I, I have yet to. Um, come off that attraction and hear anybody around me say, well, that was okay. <laughs> so, all right. All right. Uh, this is going over to one of the water parks, Typhoon Lagoon, at the ride, Crush and Gusher. And Roy, you've been there. Can you explain Crush and Gusher? Yeah, I remember when this opened. We were we were down there, and actually me and Alex went over one morning and, and rode that. And uh, it's one of those, it's a water slide that has... Uh, areas of it that you actually go uphill and it, of course it makes you go uphill with very strong jets of water uh, seriously that push you up now it's not like it pushes you up a steep hill it just you know, you're coming down a hill and it'll kind of push you up the next one and so you, it's more wavy it's not just going down the whole you're not descending the whole time there are periods where you're actually rising yeah but it's, it's pretty cool and I, me I remember I, I can picture it like it was just yesterday, uh, you know, doing that, really being really excited about it, because that was a, that was a new thing. That was a new thing, and now you know they have it on the cruise ships. Um, not, I mean, they have a couple spots where it, you know shoots you at, but it's very common at, at water parks now. But yep. at that point in time, it had not been done. I don't think. Yeah, and, very cool. and you're in an inner tube, right? Yes. 
Yeah. So it, okay. it's not like it's hitting your legs or anything. It's just, but it's a fun ride. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're sitting in, in, in the tube and your your hind end is kind of hanging down through the hole, it'll it'll kind of blow your shorts off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, you gotta be careful. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody. Nobody. Wants to see that. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. Okay. Continuing in 2005, the Margaret, Mar- Magic Carpets of Aladdin opens in 2005 at the Magic Kingdom right there in Adventureland. I actually thought this attraction was much older. Yeah. Huh. It's deceiving because Aladdin was, you know, an older movie from, what, like the 90s? So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Up, up until 2005, they didn't really have an attraction there, and lo and behold, it shows up. So. Also, um, kind of opening... It, in Walt Disney World, uh, you know, we should have probably said this. This is Walt Disney World. Uh, Lights, Motors, Action Stunt Show shows up in 2005 in Walt Disney World. Prior to this, it was in France, so it was it did it was inspired from France first. But anyway, it hit hit the United States and Walt Disney World in 2005. Anybody ready to send it back? <laughs> mm, yeah. I don't know. I've heard. I've heard about them eliminating that and eliminating the uh, backlot tour and putting uh, Radiator Springs in there. Yeah, that's, that, that would be the place to put it. That's the rumor right now because Radiator Springs and Cars Land is kind of becoming uh, Disney's um, Wizarding World of Harry Potter out west. So I would say... I would, I would try I would say if they're going to do that, I definitely would sacrifice it. Um, in general, it's a, I think it's a good attraction for boys, especially little boys. But as long as Indiana Jones stunt show stays around, I can do away with this because this is one of those stunt shows that cars, you know, it's cool, it's explosions, but it's a lot of people. It's hot. Yeah. You're kind of slanted. You're outside. You have a lot to go through to get in. You have a lot to wait. And 25 yeah. to 30 minutes in that show, outside yeah. in the heat, is brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and not to say that Indiana Jones is any cooler, but it, at least no. it seems less, you know, because you're under shade. And, yeah. And I don't know. And plus, I don't know. Indiana Jones is a classic. You know, this other stuff is sort of generically coming from a storyline that they're creating. Even though uh, Lightning McQueen shows up now in the newer one, which at the beginning one he didn't, so right it's the lamest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> what with with lightning? No, oh, yeah, he's like driving ten miles an hour. Oh, I didn't Jeez. know that. I didn't know that. I, I didn't go in to see it. I, oh. I, you know, I went in and filmed that attraction so that we could make a video and stuff out of it, and I said I would never go in it again because it was just yeah. it was it was just brutal hot. And it really just didn't interest me all that much. I mean, there were a couple of cool things in it, but it could have been a 10-minute attraction and I would have been done. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's true. Okay, moving on. Living Living with Seas is redeveloped and reopens as Seas with Nemo and Friends in 2006, introducing Pixar more into the parks again, and it does away with some Living with Seas, so I don't know. Oh, I love it. could probably speak to, uh, to that. I remember that, too. Yeah. yeah, I remember when they did that because uh, Alex and I were went scuba diving and they they were assembling the clamshells for the ride and they were down there. They saw the plastic over them and you could swim down, and look in the windows. It was kind of cool. But the pavilion was closed at the time, but we could still get in and scuba dive. Now, do you remember the Do you remember the attraction that was there before, Roy? With the with the yeah. elevators and stuff. Yeah, I, I do remember those, uh, the Yeah, I was just blown away by that attraction. The hydrolators just blew me away. I, I really believed at that time, like I could feel the pressure on my ears. I, this is when I was little, but I could just feel the pressure on my ears. As you know, I, I, I bought into it. It was great. Oh so. yeah, oh yeah. I, li- I like this though. It, it's it's neat, and it's still you still have the opportunity to go in and 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 check out the fish. And I tell you what, you know, going back to Turtle Talk, when we first saw that when it came out in 2000. I was blown away. Yeah. And that was like, holy cow, this is incredible. Again, this new technology that, you know, they bring out and just blew blew us away. Yeah. But, yeah. And if you don't really think about it in today's age, because we're so engulfed in our technologies now, but right. 
yeah, you know, the screaming edge of digital and, and interaction and all this stuff that we, you know, we didn't have. So, pretty cool. Okay, uh, 2006, uh, one, All-Star Music Resort opens with Family Suites added. So, uh, they had All-Star Music was there before, but they added Family Suites in 2006. So, I didn't know if this was still open. Doug, it looks like you commented and says it is. Yeah. So, yep. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I just, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many of them there are. So There aren't that many. I, think no. I, I want to say just a handful. Um, maybe six to eight. Right. That. Yeah. Not that many. Yeah, it was nothing to make a big splash about. Mm-hmm. So. But they were definitely a hit because they now have a lot more of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting that up until, I mean, those were the only family suites, and now Animation's got tons of them compared to what they had. I'm still in the air with Animation. At 250 bucks a night, I just don't know. I, I don't know. It seems like there's uh, uh, better ways to spend your money, maybe, and get as much or more room. So, okay. maybe, maybe we can talk about it when we get to the announcement, the yeah. 2012 announcement. So. Yeah. Okay, uh, it's it's out of order, but I mentioned it earlier. Expedition Everest opened in 2006, so that actually added quite a bit to Animal Kingdom. Now, Animal Kingdom now has a reason for you to go and stay longer and visit longer and have extra magic hours and all that. It's one of the main attractions there that teenagers, kids love. And uh, between that and Kilimanjaro Safaris, I don't you know. Those are the and dinosaur. Dinosaur. Yeah. Dinosaur. Yeah, that's really, that's the, the three to go get. I mean, and you know, I, I have to say that I was blown away by their meet and greet area back in Camp Minnie Mickey. So, and of course now that means more to me after taking my granddaughter in. Yep. So, uh, those are valuable places now that I, you know, I can recognize that. Okay. Cool, okay. now, okay, so we're crossing the bridge here. We're now five years away, 2007. This, to me, is like where it starts to get, you just start to get slammed with awesome stuff. It just starts happening. I remember more of this because I was more into Disney at this time. And one of the first things I remember hearing when I started listening to Disney podcasts was the Haunted Mansion goes through a major refurb inside. And I remember just the effects being amped up and everything. And They added the stairs in. Heck, they're still adding stuff. Yep. Roy, I don't know. Do you remember anything about this particular refurb? I do. I remember being there when it was closed. And then I do remember going in and seeing it when it, when it opened up and being blown away by the improvements they'd made. From, it's very different. Yeah, from yeah. my... See, I saw it back in, like, what was it, 2001 or 97, around then, and so it had been a long time since I'd seen it. In 2008, I got to see it, and I just remember hearing people describe it as the difference between watching analog tape, like an analog film, to, like, digital resolution and just... It, exactly. Exactly, just much more high quality, and I mean that the stair room is is super cool, and of course the bride now is kind of freaky. You uh-huh. know, it's, it doesn't look like some cheesy prop. It, no, it's, it's yeah, somewhat lifelike, and the heartbeat and the knife, and it's really freaky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. and Shiver. then yeah, yeah, exactly, shivering. Um, Okay, and then we stick in the Magic Kingdom, and they, they, they slam the Magic Kingdom in 2007. The Pirates gets a major refurb and adds Jack Sparrow. Not only did they add Jack Sparrow, but they also added extra things. They added some soundtrack from the movies, and of course this is where the movie starts to inspire the attraction again. Um, Doug, one of your favorite attack attractions. Do you remember these upgrades and these changes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, yeah that, that water curtain, or it's actually kind of a smoke curtain, was cool really cool um them adding the jack sparrow stuff in was cool um but at the same time um i guess what it did with the popularity of the movie helped them to kind of go in and freshen up a lot of the attraction but you know what pirates has blown me away since the first time i ever went on it which was in like 70 something uh so yeah and it's still it's still the same things that got me then in like 1975 76 
are the same things that kind of get me now. It's coming down that first hill in the dark and coming out into that cavernous area with the ship on your left hand side, the cannon blast going off, and I. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that just, you can't, I, there's nothing better than that, that part of that attraction. Mm-hmm. Same here. One of the first things I remember about a Disney attraction, going down that hill, looking up, seeing, knowing I was inside, feeling like I was outside. Yeah. That was just a great immersion. Yeah, exactly. It was the most, it was like being within the movie. Yep. Even though the movie wasn't made yet, it was just like you entered a new world. I can't remember. To this day, I still can't think of any other attraction in uh, Disney that has done that to me. Um, I I didn't put it in these notes because it's pretty recent, but I sh- I think I should mention it at least now. I saw on the park the park blog they're actually adding some more things to the Pirates Ride. Yeah. Soon either they already did or like this month or something. Yeah, they're adding. So. Is it Barbosa? They're adding him to the ship. He'll be the captain yeah. on the ship. And they said it's so small it can be done overnight, so right. they're not even closing the attraction. So I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just Barbosa or something. So mm-hmm. anyway. Keep a lookout for that, and uh, it's another reason next time you guys go down to check it out, kind of look, keep an eye out, look for it. So, All okay, right. Mon- Monsters Incorporated opens in 2007. Also, Magic Kingdom again, Pixar, Magic Kingdom again. We're slamming, you know. They keep in- and then Monsters Incorporated Laugh Floor. I think this is another one of those technologies. Just they take another level. Go and keep going. What was that, uh, Roy? Do you remember what was there before? Um, what was there? Was it Timekeeper? Uh, you know what? That's it. That's exactly right. That's what it was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because I kept thinking, well, I know like where uh, Space Ranger spins at was at Delta Flight and a couple other things. But you're right, Timekeeper. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Timekeeper is yep. great. I don't even remember Timekeeper, so yeah. I don't even know if I wrote it. But yeah. It's a, that is a large. There's a large space there. I feel like the queue is pretty yeah. big, and then you go into that big room. So yeah, they kind of they took over that area. So All okay, right. um, lots more in 2007. Here we go. Grand Fiesta tour with the three Caballeros starts in 2007 in Epcot. This is where Donald Duck and his two feathered friends uh, get incorporated. And before that, it was called what was it? The um, El Rio de Tempo or something. Something River of Time. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something it. Something River of Time. Something is what the translation is. I think. Yeah. So they definitely wanted to give it some branding by bringing in, uh, by bringing in <laughs> Donald and the rest of them. Sure. I think I don't know what River of Time was about, but I think with the Donald character, it just adds so much to it. You know? Yeah. Um, just knowing, you know, the Fab Five. They're all. They're still the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is in. You know, insanely popular for little kids now. And no other better way but to have Donald Duck or some other kind of guy in the attraction there to keep it up. So, all right, we better move it along here because my granddaughter is getting. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. So, uh, okay. So, O Canada reopens with Martin Short, which I didn't re- really remember it before. Uh, Martin Short was in it. So, me neither. But no. I just put it down here because it was there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see here. So we have DVC, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Jumbo House opens in 2007. Yep. The first Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah, I didn't think it... I, I, I thought it had been around longer than that, actually, so... And Spaceship Earth re- reopens with Judy Dench. And Jurassic Refurbs, yeah, which it really was. Uh, which some people to this day would still argue whether that was for better or worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's out of order, but uh, 2007 also was Finding Nemo, the musical, opened in uh, Animal Kingdom. Uh, prior to that was, um, what was it called? Tarzan. Tarzan, Tarzan was Rocks. Building. Yeah. And I believe it was... It was an outdoor, open. yeah. It was an outdoor yeah. theater. And they didn't like, the, didn't like the noise of, uh, of Everest. Uh, Everest. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Plus, let's face it, that place needs all the air conditioning it can get. Yep. So, oh, really? Yep. 
Okay, uh, and now we, we hit a landmark because in 2008, when MGM becomes Hollywood Studios, that was a big landmark, but it also was right around the time we started our podcast. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Good, yeah. good, yes. Good deal. So now we are into the time of these amazing places, and it was fun. Um, along with that, Toy Story Mania opens in 2008 in Hollywood Studios. T-Rex opens in downtown Disney in 2008. And Expedition uh, Everest, which you mentioned already in Finding Nemo. Well, yeah. well those, those are, are 2006, over. 2007, yeah. Yep. So that was a good year. And that was, the, that was the beginning of some of our more recent trips that I remember going on. Uh, that's actually Roy. That's when we went. With you guys, yeah, we went in 2008 yeah. and 9. Yep. 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 Fun times. Yes. 2009, Space Mountain gets a new queue and decent refurbs, uh, upgrades and refurbs. Um, that's in 2009, in the summer of 2009. We couldn't ride it because it was closed. That's I remember right. that. Yep. I was so bummed. Yep. And is that when when they tried to go to more darkness? So they did, had not added the sound system in yet, right? Correct. Even with that refurb. That was later, even. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm glad about. we waited. I'm glad we went later because when we went later, we got all the sound and everything. Yeah, I like the sound better and everything the way it is now. So okay, so then we got Hall of Presence with the major refurb with uh, Obama and digital upgrades. Yeah, which definitely cleaned that thing up. Yep, it actually opened. I think I think I said was it 2009, but yes, it was. Yeah, because uh, he was sworn in in January. So. Cool deal. That also, um, yeah, we jumped to 2010. Yeah. Captain EO reopens after an old reopening. So this doesn't quite fit the show well if you haven't been there and you didn't get to go see Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Yeah. But that's all right. Uh, Captain EO is a classic, and I think they actually digitally redid it too so it looks cleaner than it did back in the day. Um, and definitely a lot more effects in the theater because of they're using the effects from... Honey, I shook the kids, but they've used them in a way that it works with this yep. attraction. So it's uh, cheesy. <laughs> anyway, yeah. it's interesting. All right, 2011. Okay, this is where we start to get more interactive. I didn't say it back before on Space Mountain, but Space Mountain got a new interactive queue with that. Pooh, Winnie the Pooh gets the new interactive queue 2011. Haunted Mansion gets the new interactive queue in 2011. Star Tours gets redone... Um, not necessarily changing the queue that much, but it, 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 it's uh, completely overhauled everything. Oh, yeah. New digital technology, 3D, did you all get, kinds of good stuff. Did you guys know, too, in Pooh that they actually had a... They were, it was like floors that you could step on that had springs in them, and you could bounce off the floor and bounce up high. Well, of course, that didn't work out very well. It lasted about 48 hours, I think, and they had to shut them down, take people away because kids were getting hurt. That was, that was on Pooh. Yeah. 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 I think I heard about that. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. 2012, as we hear the screaming kids. Okay. <laughs> 2012, now we are hit this year. Um, the next phase of Fantasyland opens in Magic Kingdom. Of course, it's not complete until 2014. HP opens in Epcot, just a small little added thing where Kim Possible was uh, as you go around World Showcase. Animation Resort opens. Very big for the value resorts and all those. Um, I don't know, anybody want to comment about those things? Animation, we'll do something on here pretty soon since I was in there and uh, got a good chance to look through it. Uh, Agent P, I didn't do it. Uh, I've heard a lot of people are having a good time with it. Uh, Fantasyland, yeah. I mean, looks like it's going to be cool. I still think um, that you're not going to get the full effect of it uh, until the mine ride opens in 2014. So I think Ariel's is nice and all that, but um, it didn't make a big splash in California. Uh, so I think it's going to be okay. I still think it's going to be more the aesthetics of Fantasyland for now that are going to sell people. So yeah. same thing, you know what, if you go into Harry Potter, let's face it, most of it's aesthetics. Yep. And 2012 and beyond, officially announced, we have Test Track, which will reopen. It's supposed to reopen November? Uh, November, that's what I heard, yeah. Still on on par. Okay, good. It sounds like it's going to be cool. Again, adding to the new digital technology, taking it one step further than some of these attractions we talked about in the time. Avatar Land has been announced. No details yet. Um, we're we're assuming it's going to be a big deal um, to compete with Harry Potter and everything that's going on over there. 
And just a small minor note about the a Newcastle show that was added to the Magic Kingdom. And I just want to say with that, they're always adding little things here. And well, there. and they and they they're also adding an interactive queue uh, to um, Big Thunder Mountain. So anyway. Oh, they are. Yes, they are. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. I want to hear about that one. Yeah, I think that was the reason for this extended shutdown that they just did. Uh-huh. And yeah, so, right. yep, and so they added in um, probably conduit and stuff like that that they needed to be able to run other wiring stuff through. So they prepared it for that. So that'll be cool. That could be that, a lot of fun. That is awesome. That means yeah. that they're trying to get so many interactive queues in Magic Kingdom going right now. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, yeah. You know what? Let's just wrap it from here so that I don't end up being beat over the head by a three-year-old <laughs> anyway so um actually though i think it was a pretty comprehensive show uh I, yeah i wish we kind of had more time maybe to talk through each thing but i think we did quite a bit of that so yeah. um I mean, next yeah, big I thing just, is really to go see fantasy land yeah I, I i think we can expound upon some of these ideas and other shows and we've talked about some, and some of it is like okay now when if you haven't gone in five years how do you wait a little longer to go and all that kind of stuff? I think we talked about that in fantasy land openings, but I'd say we uh, cover a little bit more future stuff, maybe in another show um, and get Roy's take on it. Cause I think that show may have just been Doug and I, and we didn't yeah. have Roy in on it, but I think yeah. it'd be good. To see, just, I don't know. It's exciting to hear the future stuff of what's going on. And yeah. What's yeah. It's good to be reminded. All right, guys, yeah. we, might, we might forget. Well, you know what? This whole list just, just reminds all of us and, and, and the listeners that, that this is why we keep going back, because there's always something new. There's always something being plussed and, and something new to see. So it's always changing. Yep. yep. And it's fun. Yeah, definitely. That too. All right, guys. Well, hey, it's been fun again, and I'm glad that we got this one in. Adam and I spent an hour the last time and didn't uh, even get a show done, so... <laughs> It was a disaster. So anyway, yeah, it's good. I haven't forgotten about that one yet. So yeah, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks yeah. so much. All right, everybody, take Get care. Around. See you guys. Bye bye. 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 I'm still recording. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, I'll talk to you later. See ya. All right. All right. See, See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2012. Thanks for listening.